Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Anna Zayden. How are you doing, Anna? I'm good. How are y'all? You're doing great. Uh, awesome. So we also have uh, uh, Corey Taylor is in the house. How are you doing, Corey? I am great. So excited to be awesome. here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> We're excited All to right. have you. And we also, we also have our guest, uh Oh man, I'm gonna screw this name up real quick. But is it Joe Lejean or is it Lejean? Luhan, Luhan, Luhan. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I, I totally screwed that up. I should, I should have asked totally when good. I uh, chatted with you that time. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we got, yeah, we got everybody. Um, unfortunately, Taylor could not make it tonight. She gave me a message to let me know she's um, stuck doing a lot of family stuff and and things. So we're really um you know uh you know she she gives her regards but she can't wait to listen to the podcast is what she said so this will uh, uh all right so anyway um i wanted to begin uh i guess starting with joe uh we're talking about carcass studios um first of all i got to know how did you come up with that name um <laughs> well uh funny story i'll make it short um so I, before it was called Luhan Productions, and I was focusing on just the horror section, uh, horror genre, I should say. Um, and I was doing that for a few years. So I thought, you know what, let's change it to Carcass Studios. Um, I now regret it because now I'm not only doing horror, I'm doing sci-fi action now. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, it stuck with, I stuck with it and... and you know, it's it's been with me for almost 17 years now. You know, we do have a new subdivision starting in the next um, few months called Raw Images. Um, but yeah, right now it's just Carcass Studios. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, that's great. Um, so I guess Corey, how did you get involved with Carcass Studios? Um, actually. Uh, goes back quite a few years ago now, um, but when Joe uh, first came to Vegas, that's where we met originally, um, he was uh, posting like, hey guys, um, I'm looking for actors and stuff, and I was, oh god, I was probably like 13, and I just started getting into uh, film, film myself, but I messaged him right away, and um, we just instantly clicked, and it was just like a perfect match, and I was so blessed to find him, and 
Uh, it was just, it was perfect. I loved horror. My mom raised me on horror since I was probably way too young. I was a few months old, but I always loved it. So it's just a perfect match. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Anna, do you have any questions right now you want to ask? I do, actually. What is your favorite location setting to film in? Like Ooh. snow or deserty or what? No, not desert. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is, that, is, that is the worst. <laughs> um, for me, honestly, um, so for my recent film, um, The Immortal Wars Resurgence, we ended up shooting some scenes in some caves in Nevada. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, to me, that was probably my favorite place to shoot. Uh, just because it was different, you know, it was scary, um, but it was like you were in a whole different world down there, you know, and I think that's what kind of intrigued me, and I think that's that's what, why I would choose cool. that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. What about, well, how about you, Corey? Where, but like, where's the uh, your favorite place you filmed at? Well, I mean, we've filmed a lot of uh, really cool places, um, that, but I just like pieces just because indoor with air conditioning because especially Vegas it's so hot. Um, but we've been I'm so lucky to film so many amazing places and like haunted houses and stuff. But uh we were filming sometimes in the middle of summer in the middle of the desert and uh it was it's very difficult to shoot but uh I, I absolutely love it. It's just fun. But anywhere indoors is my favorite. <laughs> nice. Anywhere indoors. <laughs> Pretty much. That's awesome. Um, so, Joe, um, so you got uh, a few few projects. You've done the Immortal Wars, both of them. Actually, you've done a bunch of, like, almost like trilogy kind of things. Like, you did the Rust movies. I think that that's becoming a trilogy. Um, Atelophobia is becoming a trilogy. And, and now Immortal Wars, I believe, is also becoming a trilogy. Um, can you yeah. talk about a little bit about, like, making movies that are just more than just one project, one off. Like, did, was that always the plan or did you kind of just, it just kind of happened? Um, no, actually it was always a plan. I've, I've always been a fan of sequels and trilogies and, and I just love to see stories excel and progress. Um, so I grew up on that. You know, I was always, uh, if I see part one, I have to see part two. And it, it was always like that growing up. So, when I decided to do Rust and, and a Telephobia, uh, that was already the plan. I was already planning on expanding the story and, and showing these characters go through different situations that um, was already going to happen on paper. So, yeah, there was always a plan to do a trilogy. Um, it, was, it was a challenge for sure. Uh, obviously, connecting certain things. Um, what a lot of people don't see uh, behind the scenes is when you start a project, you you run the risk of losing a cast member. Uh, you run the risk of uh, losing locations that obviously you would need for a sequel. So it was challenging in certain elements like that. Um, but yeah, no, we've been working on it for the past four years on both all, I should say all three of them. Um, and we end all the trilogies um, this year, uh, uh, a telephobia three and rust three. We, we shoot this year and the immortal wars three, we shoot early 2020. So yeah. Oh wow. Very cool. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um it's been fun. So, yeah, well, 
Well, Corey, let me uh, let me ask real quick about telephobia because that is like that's more like really centered around you um, and everything. Um, you know, your character obviously um, is kind of like the main bad guy in that. You know, or what, what whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about like uh, as an actress? Because you don't seem like you'd be like an evil, you know, person. How, as an actress, can you can you get there? Oh, I do appreciate that. <laughs> I think we all have our moments, though. Um, but I, you know, I just um, and that's what we get about it too with uh, Joe and I. Um, we both uh,
by certain individuals to make a real life sequel. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, technically herself, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not say that one hundred percent reality because there's a certain side we don't. That is not really Corey. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> we don't we don't we we don't want that kind of reality, you know. Uh, but um, Anna, Anna, I'm sure you got yeah. some more questions. Um. Actually, what is auditioning like for a film like this from the maker of the movie as well as the actress? It's like, what are they like at interviews or auditions? Sorry. Um, auditions. So um, yes. I think my auditions are kind of funny. <laughs> um, they're not your typical auditions. Um, so when I auditioned for Telephobia, we did audition numerous girls. Um many actors that came in um, and I, I kind of had them act in front of a mirror. You know, there were certain lines for certain characters and I was giving them props and I gave them almost sets like almost for them to audition with. And every audition that came in, I had to, I asked them, I want you to scream the loudest, like you can ever scream. I want you to scream blood murder here in this audition room. And a lot of them were confused at first, and they were a little held back. It was very awkward for them. But this movie had to do with a lot of screaming and, and torturing and lots of intense, you know, situations that I really needed to see that because that would definitely show on camera. So my auditions were a little weird. <laughs> they sound kind of fun, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to make auditions fun. I don't like to, obviously, I mean, you do have to put the actors in, on the spot a little bit, but I don't like to have auditions like you would normally think auditions go or like normal no. auditions do go. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. And you Yeah. Uh, yeah, Corey? Uh, yeah, um, so, so uh, I just you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm guessing with you, 
you know, you still want to check on and see if they're a good, you know, uh, a, you know, good for the part. However, you probably have people in mind when you're writing the script too. Yeah, that does happen a lot. Um, when it came to a telephobia, um, I had already, I already knew Corey was going to play Meredith. That was something that was off the bat. I already knew that. It was the other roles, um, the roles for Bianca and and um, Riley, all those characters that I needed to um, fill in. So, yeah, when I'm writing, I am envisioning which actors I'm going to work with. Um, I do get a lot of, I do get a lot from individuals uh, asking me why I use the same actors in projects. Um, I'm constantly asked that, um, and and the and the reason is is these actors that I've worked with they know what to expect from me and I know what to expect from them. I can rely on them. Um, I know that we are going to execute what we're trying to get done. Um, yes, we do have fun and we have a great time on set, but we do work. You know, I have worked with a lot of actors too that will not cooperate. They get very uh, in their heads and um, disrespectful to uh, the crew or myself that I kind of create that mental list of who to work with, who not to. Um, and I think that's in any business and in any career. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. Uh, especially like, you know, when you start having kind of a core group of actors that you know and trust, you know, and it's probably one of those things where you're just like, I mean, this is your company, you know, you can kind of do what you want, you know, but I'm sure you yeah. kind of have like feelings of trying to make sure it's the best with the best possible cast. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very hard. It's very hard. You you definitely, even once you cast everyone, it's very hard to keep everyone happy. <laughs> not everyone, <laughs> not everyone understands uh, the process of certain decisions that are made or, and are things that we do on set, um, and ego starts to come in play. So it starts getting very, very crazy. <laughs> but again, that's in any in any line of business. Definitely. Um, so Corey, do you like do you feel that when when you get cast in uh, the film that that basically it's the character that you're probably the per the most perfect for? Um, you know, I, I really don't think like that. Um, I, I, uh, I trust Joe and whatever he picks. Like, um, I, 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 he really has a good eye and some of the people he's casted and stuff has, um, have been absolutely incredible and stuff. So I just, I trust whatever role he wants to give me. Um, because like I said, once again, he does know me and, uh, I, I did audition still. So I think it works, um, whatever part he sees fit um but everyone he's casted it really has been amazing actors and like he said of course the on set you see um different types of characters come out in real life and uh you do see some people treat others certain ways and everything but uh we just kind of learn from that and um but either way he he they really all are great actors and um and they were perfect for the roles he casted them in but it's just kind of a learning experience with anything, like you said, you know, you just, you know, okay, they're they're a great actor and everything, but not such a great person, so maybe we'll move on, but, uh, um, but uh, as far as me and all my roles, um, I really have loved all my roles, and I've been able to really work with them and talk to him about uh, the characters he cast me in to make them um, 
the most uh, realistic and believable and fun they could possibly be, you know? Yes, definitely. Um, so, okay, um, we've got about 10 more minutes um, for the show. Um, so before we get to, like, what you guys are up to, uh, let's talk about the, the let's talk about the Mortal Wars because that's like I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of the the biggest project you know that you guys are doing <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. I mean, you got Eric Roberts in there, which Corey, you get that's your freaking father in there. That's awesome. That's like a really cool. <laughs> you know, I did not know. Spoiler alert! I guess yeah. Sorry if you haven't seen uh, Mortal Wars two. Um, but I thought everybody would have seen that by now, you know. Um, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. And if not, well, then there you go. We spoiled it. Now you watch right. it. <laughs> yeah, it's now you watch. better watch it. <laughs> um, exactly. But no, it's it's really great. I love um, I love both of those films. Um, as I was, I think I was talking to you, Joe, before about it. Um, I like I liked Mortal Wars one a little better myself because I like the Mortal Kombat aspect of it um and then the other i mean the other one's more like an adventure story and i i loved it but you know it you know the first one just i don't know it just got me from the very beginning of that um can you i think we talked about it like us you know personally but can you tell the audience a little bit about what like you know kind of the shift in tone a little bit and what you kind of expect like what anybody could expect for like the third one um, yeah, so, okay, so, like you said, the first one does have that Mortal Kombat element. It is very mm, Hunger Games meets Mortal Kombat type of feel. Um, and I wanted to do it that way because mainly the first one focused on the games and on the shows on what Dominion is doing. Um, so that was the reason we went that route. Now, with the sequel, I did shift it. I went more Resident Evil Mad Max. Um, the games are now done. Uh, it's it's now uh, almost like a cat and mouse type of story. You know, the main team and, and the main um, character, Tricolips, is is out for one thing, and that is to bring the corporation down that is run by Eric Roberts and Miss Corey Taylor. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that's, so that's the kind of the tone. I wanted to do it a little darker. Um, part two does have more uh, horror thriller elements. Kind of wanted to dab into that a little bit. Um and yeah, it, it is leading up to the big finish and the big ending, which is the Immortal Wars three. Um, and the Immortal Wars three is—I'll say this—the the Immortal Wars three script has been has been rewritten eight times now. Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> um, I had an original script. Obviously, when I wrote all three scripts together um, back in two thousand fourteen, thirteen, um, but. Uh, going back to how I mentioned how certain things change with actors and locations and all that. Um, so a lot has changed since the first one. So I had to adapt the script and uh, I, you know, I, I work on trying to make it the best and try to answer any questions that are left unanswered in the first two. Um, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist. So when I see something missing, I'm like, okay, scrap this. Let's go back and redo this. Um, <laughs> And that's kind of – right now I have a script so far. Um, it's pretty solid. There are a few details that I'm changing up. But the third one definitely is going to go a direction that no one no one is going to expect at all. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. We, uh, and I think also, we well, also, like... sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say so, um, and, and leading up to the third one, we do have the spinoff uh, prequel uh, called Immortal Origins Olive um, that is originally was a prequel story to the lead character of Triclips. Um, but recently we've gone back and have shot some new scenes, and I. You know, adjusted the script and story a bit, so now it's a sequel slash uh, prequel. So it's leading up to the Immortal Wars three now. So it's an in in between story of part two and part three. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And these are all like part of a comic book, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all a, a, an adaption from my comic series, The Vanquishers. Um, uh, fun little fact is The Vanquishers, actually, the actual comic books of The Vanquishers, the book, the first book picks up after the events of all three films. So if you read the book, there's lots of spoilers from characters from the movies. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, it's all a shared universe. Um, everything's a shared universe. So when it comes to telephobia, rust, and the immortal wars, um, everything cross paths at one point or another. So the horror will cross the sci-fi and vice versa at one point or another. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's all, uh, it's all a shared universe. <laughs> well, Anna, did you have something you were going to say? No, I, was, I thought you would say my name earlier. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, well, that's really cool because uh, I think we talked about this show. Um, it's like um, it's, uh, you know, there, there's words and phrases for this kind of, you know, uh, thing. Transmedia is the main thing for it. And uh, you've been doing a lot of that because it's not just focused on, the uh, DVDs or the movies themselves, but there's shorts, there's uh, web webisodes, there's uh, music yep. videos. I mean, you do yeah. all of them, you know, together. Yeah. And they're all like one yeah, shared no. story. It's all, it's all, yeah, it's all in the same story. You know, there's slight, slight crossings. Um, you'd have to really look to catch them. I don't know if you guys, because you guys saw the Immortal Wars too. If you guys were reading the when Eric Roberts is addressing the nation, he, there's the news bars on the bottom. Are, are That's actually telling a story itself, and that is talking about a telephobia in Russ. So if you were to read what those banners are saying, you you basically find out what happens in the Immortal War, I mean, in a telephobia 3 and Russ 3, if you were to read that. <laughs> wow. Well, actually, I don't want to yeah. see that yet then. Dang it. I'm glad I didn't check that out. You know? Yeah. So, um, I don't want spoiler alert. Simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, see, that's um, that's that's what a lot of people are doing now, and it's great. And so I'm very happy. Um, Carcass Studios is like, you know, I I just love what you guys are doing. So. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, just so people know, how do you guys? Uh, and, and Corey, did you have anything else that you wanted to share about the um, experiences here? 
Oh, uh, well, no, 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 yeah, he's just the Immortal Warriors. He's just so cool, and it's just a whole other level. And um, like he said, it's, it's very different from a lot of uh, the stuff we've done together. Um, like usually, like he said, mostly horror, but now he's uh, he's bringing in the sci-fi and um, all different genres with it. And uh, it's just it's really cool. And like you said, to play Eric Roberts' daughter, um, it was just such an honor. And, and Joe, Joe let me know uh, since before it started, playing uh, father and daughter so it's good to work with him and Eric on uh, kind of showing like maybe giving slight hints here and there uh, we're more than just like an assistant and a, and a world leader type of thing uh, kind of to show the audience and give a little bit of a hint so we were really uh, able to work on that character development um, I just love playing the wow um, she's, she's a really cool character and I can't wait for everyone to see uh, for part three as well and the prequel hours. So. <laughs> lots of secrets coming out. Lots fun. of surprises for sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, so I guess tell us, uh, Joe, how can people find all this stuff out, uh, especially websites or uh, social media links? Yeah, so basically if anyone was to search uh, Carcass Studios, um, that's C-A-R-C-A-S-S um, Studios on online. Even if you Google it, you'll see um, the production company on every social media platform, as well as I am as well. Um, I'm all over social media. Um, it's Joe Lujan, L-U-J-A-N. Um, and, yeah, I mean, even the films have their own pages, and if you were to follow all the pages of the Telephobia, Rust, and the Immortal Wars, you will see exclusive content. Um, even on our website, carcass-studios.com, there's exclusive content that you can only see there, um, and you can stay updated and see some behind-the-scenes of some up-and-coming stuff that we're doing right now. Yeah. Oh, great. That's Thanks. awesome. Um, Corey, can you tell us uh, how can people like uh, find you and uh, tell them a little bit about your uh, – uh, like your uh, TV show you got, your little uh, interview show that you do. Oh, yeah. So um, I have a talk show with Corey's Healy Talk. Um, we're live every Thursday. Um, and it's just been really cool. We've, uh, we get to do lots of interviews with different people and lots of stuff I'm passionate about. Um, and the Halloween, we're doing a lot of horror, uh, horror interviews coming up soon. So that will be really cool. Um, but, yeah. So it's at killerytalk.com, and then all my social media is at Real Corey Taylor. Um, and then my uh, acting website, which is my IMDb page and everything, is uh, com. So it is C-O-R-E-Y, because there's, I mean, it was Bellary, and it's all C-O-R-E-Y. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of all over. Like, like Joe said, if you just Google us, you could kind of find us. A million different places, uh, but it's just good. And, and IMDb too is great to uh, keep up with all the stuff because um, even sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm working on. It's just so much crazy, um, <laughs> amazing stuff going on. So it's it's great to uh, keep up on there with everything. Nice. Yeah, great. Um, Anna, did you have any last uh, questions or last uh, comments you wanted to make? I really do have a. A weird question about the uh, the Mortal Wars two. What was okay. the head contraption on the guy? The one that had the half shirt on and he had the the neck pin, like kind of looked like bondage here. Or what was up with that part? 
What does it do, or does it do anything? Um, so you're, you're talking about the character Leo, the one that has the harness on his head? Yes. Yeah, so so basically at one point, I'm, I'm sure you saw when they kill one of the main um, villains in the, in the fight scenes towards the end, you see yes. power come from his forehead. Now, in the oh. comic book, Lee, Leo actually, his power's almost like a unicorn, but transitioning that into a live-action film, I felt would be very, he would look pretty silly with a horn walking around everywhere. True, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so that that was the reason I decided let's do a harness, almost like the way horses have their harnesses um, yeah. when you're barreling or, or horseback riding. So it's, that's kind of the harness he has to still show, okay, that he is, he still has that power, but it's the power source that comes from his forehead and from his mind. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see a lot of more, you'll see more of that, a lot more of that in the next one for sure. Yeah. Cool. Thank yeah. you. That's bother me all day, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, everyone says it's a pretty, it's a pretty revealing outfit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Many people like it. Many people like it. <laughs> well, thank thank you so much, and thank you, Anna, for that for that uh, awesome question and everything. Uh, and thank you guys so much for calling in. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank I'm you sure we'll have you guys back on at some point to discuss so, like yeah. the Moral War three and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Um, thank you for having us. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you so much. It's a, it's really been an honor talking yeah. to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. So thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely keep promoting you guys and keep getting you guys out there some more. Because after I saw Mortal Wars and all that stuff, I'm just I'm just blown away by it. I just can't wait to show more people about it. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> okay, everybody have a great night. Yes, right. thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thanks for having us. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.